looking at Clax's stats over the last seven games, and, and we did that's how long KD's been out. And we did a lot of talking about how we thought Ben Simmons was going to use this opportunity where he wasn't as tertiary to really step up into a, a larger role, particularly shooting more. Uh, and obviously he hasn't. He's putting up six points and eight assists, which is, I guess, fine, not for a max player, but I don't really know what to expect out of Ben Simmons. But Nick Claxton is just put up his fourth 20-plus point game in a row, his second game of 24-plus points. And over that same stretch, he's putting up 18 and 10. And if we had those numbers from Ben Simmons, people would be thrilled. People would be over the moon. And I think that really shows exactly what you have uh, in, in Nick Claxton. You have a player that is playing at a level that his contract does not justify in a positive direction, unlike Ben Simmons, who's playing at a level that his contract does not justify in a negative direction. And I think that's that's part of what's so exciting. The other part, quite honestly, is it's just really fun to watch him play. And I know we're going to talk about this a little later with the, the KD stuff, but to watch KD enjoy watching him play and tweeting about him and the clear camaraderie and energy he brings that's really exciting, too, because we've seen a lot of these Nets teams over the past couple of years where, yeah, you've had some individually great players, James Harden, who have not really meshed with the team, who haven't really gelled with the team, who haven't really gelled with the culture. Nick Laxon now in his fourth year with the Nets, a guy that we drafted, a guy that we have brought through this system who has been here for the entire KD Kyrie era, is is finally showing that growth that is is really just very exciting. And I think if you are looking at the Nets as a team that is expected to go deep in the playoffs you need that level of camaraderie within the team. And Nick Claxton, as theoretically the fourth star, even though he's made it very clear that he is the Nets' third star, is is showing that the Nets have an opportunity to do that. And if there's any reason other than Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving that I'm looking at the Nets and I'm saying this is a team that can go deep in the playoffs, it's Nick Claxton. All right, so let's spend a minute on Nick and and Ben, or a couple minute minutes more. Alex, uh, throw up the... Um Clax and Embiid, like, stats that Yes Network put up last night. I mean, Embiid might be the MVP. And when they put up this key matchup, this guy went toe-to-toe with Embiid last night on a national stage for the world to see. Clax is here. Like, he's not a secret. Celtics fan, or not Celtics fans, I'm going off this chat because they're talking about the dumbass Celtics in the chat. <laughs> Sixers fans. We're putting respect on Claxton after Trez poked the bear. Maybe they didn't see him. Maybe they've seen him in the past. Clax has learned from his past experience. I was talking about this on WFAN last night, right? This is the Clax that the Nets wanted last year when he was the starting five and we uh, lost to Milwaukee and he was out of shape. He got bullied. You know, this is the guy he bought in last year uh, in the off season. And uh, when he blocked, <laughs> when he blocked Embiid last night, you don't see too many guys go up and punch Embiid shit. Like you don't see too many guys go up and meet him at the rim. At the rim, I don't have the video, but I did screenshot the punch. Alex, throw that up. It's like I- I'll see you up there. These guys, yeet. These guys are you know different size guys. Like pause. Like Embiid is 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 a big dude. Like. Weight-wise, he, he might have 40 pounds on Nick Claxton. Um, but Claxton can jump with him, and he's athletic enough to play above the rim with him. And they were going back and forth at each other, right? There were so many tees. I don't even know. Everybody got a tee, right? Uh, it started with Jacques Vaughn getting a tee for crossing the half-court line when there was a clear foul that wasn't in the act of shooting. I don't know. Those refs were having a long night, too. 
But then with Embiid, he was barking at Claxton. And then after the game, he said something along the lines of like, oh, he said something that he should not have said. He said something and I said to him, say it to my face. And he would say it to my face. And that was that. Okay, whatever. Claxton wasn't going to say it to your face because he wasn't trying to get teed up. You did. Um, now, his evil twin, as he calls Ben Simmons, I don't know why Claxton would refer to Ben Simmons as his evil twin. That's not somebody you want as your twin. <laughs> the thing that bothered me about, about Ben last night, you're going back to Philly where you've dominated. You've scored on those goals. You've scored on that floor. You've, you've been the man there. You've had games where you've put up 20, 30 points. Where is it at? We didn't see him get aggressive. We didn't see him start attacking until half after halftime. And everybody on Twitter was like, oh, they must have got on his ass at halftime. Why do they have to get on you at halftime? There was a possession where, and all of the Sixers fans were feeding into this. All they wanted to see was Embiid versus Ben because they hadn't seen that. I think last time Ben played, Embiid didn't play. Um but they, they all were getting louder. Oh, every time it was an Embiid versus Ben situation. And Ben Ben locked up Harden at first. He locked up Embiid a couple times. But there was a, a possession where they passed Ben the ball in the paint. And it was just him and Embiid. And he didn't, go, he didn't go for anything against him. He didn't go to his bag. He didn't try and make a move. He immediately got the ball and kicked it back out to Seth. And I'm like, what are you doing? After the game, Jacques Vaughn said this. He said, your thoughts become things. You are what you think you are. And I think they did have to tell him, yo, stop looking for your teammates so much and go attack and be aggressive. And he did. Ben Simmons has to be that all the time, though. You, like, you're a grown-ass man, dog. Why do you have to be reminded? Why do they have to tell you in, in, in the, the locker room that we need you to score? So he ends up with 12 points. But first half, I don't think he had, like, I don't think he had any points in the first half. He had more fouls than he had shot attempts. The shit is corny. Like, for me, watching the game, I'm like, especially in Philly, like, you're giving their fans exactly what they want, exactly what, like, is fueling them and firing them up. Doc Rivers spoke to the fact that he felt like, you know, that was a boxing crowd and, and that the Sixers got too much into the rah-rah and the nonsense and the back and forth. With KD, I feel like they win that game. And with Claxton rising, you know, bringing his level of play up, it, it's impressive. It's just, like, exactly what we've needed. Uh, we didn't get it last year. I hate Embiid just like everybody else. Troll Embiid. Um, thanks, Jared, for complimenting my Embiid impression. That's not the first time I've done that. Uh, but let's play uh, something that I thought should have been a technical. I thought this should have been a T. The and one by Embiid, and then he does the Degeneration X. Break it down. Dun, 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 dun. He does that to the crowd and doesn't get a technical. I loaded the video up in the notes if you can get it. I don't know if you're uh, if you're able to play the video. Actually, I can present the video. So I'm like, they're throwing tees for words. And and this year in the NBA, everyone's getting teed up for, for literally everything and anything. Um, I think De- DeJounte Murray the other day said he got teed up for telling the ref, nice call. I can't load it up. It's an MP4. I don't know why. That's working like this, or not. Joel, there are children watching. What was hilarious to me is the play-by-play announcer didn't know what that was. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know? he's like, oh, interesting celebration. Uh, 
That's Doris like, Burke did, but she she didn't want um, to. You in. can't say suck it on air. Like, yeah, <laughs> either you know or you don't know. If you well, were around for that era of the WWF, then you get it. Yeah, your ass better call somebody. As far as the, you know, the Attitude Era of WWE, as somebody who was in high school during the heyday of the Attitude Era, I cannot support a technical foul for that gesture. <laughs> it, it was too, you know, like that was too ubiquitous. No road dog. Of course, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, you got legends, Xbox, and people used to do that in the whole way all the time. <laughs> you know, I got two words for you. And, uh, you know, Austin 316 shirts, NWO shirts, we're all over the place. I so, got in trouble. I definitely had to, uh, <laughs> you know, stay after school and miss some recess time for throwing up the suck it sign in the hallway hudson has no idea what we're even talking about God, but that- way before- <laughs> look i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest i'm not i'm not here to make y'all feel old but shit dog no, i don't care i, I feel, feel old. young no, they I had a, kid when that came out they had a uh, wwe raw's 30th anniversary on monday that made me feel old you know and, and but stone cold is apparently maybe gonna fight at wrestlemania we'll we'll, we'll see um how? Royal rumble how <laughs> He they can't wanted fight at his age. They wanted the Rock because of Roman Reigns and the uh, the family connection that they have. But apparently, the Rock doesn't think he can get in shape in time because yeah, they nah. want they want a mega bout kind These of deal. Guys are gonna get hurt. The Royal Rumbles on Saturday night, but I like that from Embiid. I like all the stuff that enhances the rivalry. I'm cool with the trash talk. Again, my problem with Embiid is him being a foul merchant. I, it, it's gross and disgusting and fraudulent the way that he's constantly. Trying to, to sell for fouls as as talented he is, as he is, as skilled as he is, and as big as he is. Um, like I said, Harden deserves credit for for making the shots down the stretch of the game, but you know he, he's he's always gotten flack for that kind of play. But that's what bothers me about the Sixers more so than the rest of it. The rest of it's cool. I want good rivalries. I want teams to hate each other. I want a team that Brooklyn fans can say that's our big rival, right? And it makes a lot of sense from the Harden going to Philadelphia standpoint, from the Ben going to Brooklyn standpoint, from the geographical standpoint, it makes a lot of sense that Brooklyn and Philadelphia would hate each other. So I'm all in on all that, and uh, I'm sorry, I just cannot support uh, calling for a technical foul when it comes to the DX crotch job. And he didn't get one. He didn't get one. 